the uh, the, uh, the UFO for, for phenomena is uh, real. This is the Kilda Comedy Podcast, featuring true crime, amazing events, conspiracies, unsolved mysteries, and an array of weird and wonderful topics. All for your enjoyment. You're welcome. And that proves that even people that you would trust with your life can, at some point, go f***ing crazy. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 29 of the Kilden with Comedy podcast. This is the show where two comedians attempt to talk about serious situations in a not-so-serious manner. Mm-hmm. I am your comedic babyface and all-around creative force behind all things KD Comedy in KD Hinken, and I am joined by the creator of the post-apocalyptic metal treehouse, the man of a thousand voices, and not all of them are in his head. I remembered it again this time. Mr. Yeah. Nathan. Pa- Fuck, how have I still not learned to do that? Nathan Parrish. I know, it's weird, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, it's, uh, it's been yeah, one God of them knows. weeks, mate. Yeah. It really it's has been one weeks. Very much so for the both of us, to be fair, yeah. I mean, we will get into a lot more about the stuff we've been doing as we go on, but there was one thing I wanted to bring to you right at the beginning because I saw it and I thought it was so interesting because it's something we've talked about a lot lately, like the whole, um, you know, the more traction with the media with the UFO videos coming out. Now, uh, yeah, now I've seen, I've only seen one tiny thing about this and believe it or not, it was via another comedian's YouTube video and I was Ooh. watching it and I was like, oh, they just mentioned this. It's like, oh, okay, shit. <laughs> shit. Go on, what, what are you, you, you go ahead, No, no, you go ahead and you go ahead and say it, my friend, because it, it's 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 not just a normal dude who's saying. Oh, this okay, shit. we are definitely it's, on the same it's line. A, in that case. It's a motherfucking POTUS. It's not <laughs> only a POTUS, but let's be fair; it's one of the more respected ones. Not just not just more respected presidents over the last like ten years or twenty years. Just one of the more respected people in general from like yeah. high up in government. Uh, anyone who doesn't know Barack Obama. Black! Yeah. The long-legged Mac Daddy himself came out and confirmed. Is, what was it? is that the way you actually pronounce it? Is that? <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like a fucking parrot. <laughs> I swear it's off. Um, I can't take credit for it. It's off. Uh, what is this? Um, that program that Nick Cannon does, where like they're all insulting each other on MTV and that. I know oh, the name. Roast battle is it? No, no, not roast battle. Um, it's not don't flop. It's like ugh. wilding out, wilding out. Oh, I've never seen that. Oh, if you've never seen it, watch it. It's so good. It's like two teams of like comedians um, just insulting into each other, basically doing little games and that. That sounds all right. That sounds all right. Yeah. yeah well, oh, it's like comedians and rappers, and so it goes quite fun. We've got we've got a, a different kind of episode today for multiple reasons. Um, Partly because there's a what, uh, you know, shit that's happened. But also, because I'm not drinking whiskey today. No. Today in What's Nathan Drinking, it is merely beer. Oh, a my beer gosh. A Moretti. Yeah. One day drinking whiskey, going to the beer. The next day you'll be drinking fucking antifreeze out of a homeless man's shoe. It's just a start. But, um, I mean, yes, yeah, so back to what we were saying, though. Barack Obama fucking mm-hmm. confirming i don't think we ever actually explained what we were talking about i um, didn't even get to that no no <laughs> Barack Obama, yeah just in that video it was just like some new thing wasn't it he just confirmed all of these have been legit basically as being ufo actual ufo sightings from the government from the pentagon yeah it was like oh the uh the, uh, the ufo for, for phenomena 
is uh real. So um deal with it. <laughs> basically, yeah. I like the fact that basically he was in enforcing um emphasizing that he didn't know what it was either. They weren't trying to say is aliens. Oh, yeah. I don't think he ever yeah, said yeah. aliens in this, basically. Because yeah. they were like saying um well he didn't confirm it was aliens or anything. I was like, no, you can't say it's aliens, they can't see a little green dude or whatever he is. It yeah. is because they probably it's an unidentified flying object, and if we can assume that no one else has got the technology, then you know, solve for X basically. And no, and, it's, and it's a type of technology. <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! Yeah, I didn't knew that one. <laughs> <laughs> that, that one deserved its air time, to be honest. No, like, yeah, that one's staying in. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, I forgot what I was saying now. Um, mm. Yeah, if any other fucking government, well, we said this before, if any other government had that technology, we'd know. It'd be ridiculous. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like, they, they, you don't hide that shit. Uh, and if they did, then the Americans would definitely have found the technology or some way to do it. You know what I mean? And, and that means why, that it wouldn't be a UFO anymore. They would know exactly what it was and how it yeah. was there. You know? And um, I watched something before we came on that was explained because a lot of people say, you know, is this just, especially with Black as well, saying it now. Um, but it's obviously it's going away from what I've seen, but some people say like, is it just a ploy for the government to get money in that? But it was it's um, the news thing I watched, and it just makes the point is like there have been so many easier ways for them to try and make money, get extra funding than that. So many yeah. easier ways. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and you know, it, it's it's only been getting more and more each time we hear about it. It's like you know, oh, well, we're releasing these kinds of files and they're just a huge amount of massive written files. And then it's, oh, well, we're releasing these videos. And then, oh, we're releasing a couple more videos which are better, like, quality. Yeah. And then it's like you're getting more and more people going, yeah, there's something going on here. We don't know what the UFOs are. They definitely exist, including the CIA and shit. And after a while, you can't really ignore what's going on. If you know, I feel I mean. like, and it'd be interesting yeah. if that's sort of because there is you could if there's that... been a fight against it, hasn't there, from the general public? But not so much the public, yeah. but the mainstream media. It's seen as a joke and that, but now yeah. it's starting to like. I think um, I think it's America still more. So I haven't seen it over here yet, but I know sixty minutes did a big thing on it. Where they interviewed the David Faber, yeah. the TikTok guy, the one who's on Rogan, and that's apparently started kicking yeah. it off. I think that's where the Barack Obama thing came from. After that. I mean, it, it. it's the only thing that that can't really be disproven as as a concept, if you know what I mean. There's ways yeah, to yeah, disprove, yeah, yeah. like, ghosts and um, dragons and things like that. I mean, you, you, you can argue different, you know, you can argue yeah, yeah, yeah. on some of them. But there's nothing in science at all that says that you can't have an alien species that is capable of things that we are not capable of. Yeah, if anything, science um, supports <coughs> that idea. I completely support yeah. that idea. It doesn't, if anything, yeah. it does completely support that idea. And and it's and it, you know people keep going. Well, you can't travel faster than the speed of light. Well, you don't necessarily have to. There's ways of folding space. There's ways yeah. of creating a bubble of. And uh, gravity around yourself so that the universe moves around you instead. There's all these that's the theoretical way they look at it ways. More, yeah, from what they've yeah, seen. Yeah, and, yeah, And like this is this is easily theoretically possible. Like so, to the point where they've actually done the mathematics to find out how easy it is to do. 
Yeah, yeah. And, like that's not questionable anymore. And yeah, the way it would work, they would be a big ring. Yeah, that looks like they understand yeah. the ideas, but they don't have like the means to create it, basically. Yeah. yeah also, yeah. as I say, it would require a, 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 it would re- it would require <laughs> a ring. <laughs> okay, so like if you've got a ring like that going through space, and you've got a central central object in it, and that's what's producing this field where it, it sort of compresses the universe in front of it and expands the universe behind it, forcing it through faster than the speed of light. Okay. That's the yeah. theory. Um, I was going to say, because when you said that before, like you can't draw faster than the speed of light. Well, who says you can't? Who says you can't? Yeah, the thing is, you can't. You cannot travel faster than the speed oh. of light, but you don't have to. Yeah. There's other ways of getting around that. There's other theoretical ways to get around it. It's like even wormholes. Like A lot of people say that wormholes, if you travelled into a wormhole, you'd come out on the other side as if you'd travel that distance anyway, but for you it would have been instantaneous. So the time still would have passed as if you'd gone from there to there at light speed, but for you yeah. it wouldn't have taken any time at all. Now that's possible, but it's also possible that we don't know the physics yet or we haven't figured out the actual way that calculation works we've got a got a lot of very good rust robust calculations but we still yeah. don't know everything about the universe yeah at the best they're guesstimates basically exactly <laughs> now <laughs> good muting there <laughs> yeah uh, so what was i saying yeah so th- there's this type of of craft that you can you can have as i say and it's a ring based object and Apparently, for ages, they thought, oh, not possible, not possible to do this because the amount of fuel you would need would be like yeah, yeah. the size of Jupiter. You would need amount of nuclear mass the size of Jupiter to keep this thing fucking running. And then a few years later, after that, someone else looked into it and they were like, hang on a second. What happens if you start mucking with a few bits here and there? And then they sort of decided instead of a circle why don't we try an ellipsis instead like a, an oval yeah yeah, almost, you know? yeah and um and they sort of reran the calculations in that scenario and it took about a quarter of the amount of fuel oh, i still assume that's still have a hell of a it, yeah, lot of fuel though. still a huge amount of fuel yeah yeah <laughs> but that goes to show that it's like anything else. Something starts off as impossible. And then the more you like learn, the more you tweak yeah. the design, the more it becomes possible. When the Wright brothers first took off in a fucking plane about, made of like wooden yeah. scrap, there's no, no fucking way on earth they could have predicted that people would be flying a fucking blackbird at the skimming the top of the fucking atmosphere, spy planing it down on top of other stuff so fast that a intercontinental ballistic missile can't catch up with the fucking thing. Wow. (laughs) I didn't realize that. (laughs) Well, not an intercontinental one, but one of the ones that is literally designed to take down a plane. We'll just fly behind it and just... Man, if you can outrun a missile, that's cool either way. Yeah, it's it's obscene that fucking thing. Oh, that's a, I've I've said this all along. Like, I've said this like fifteen odd years, like ten years ago when I used to have chats with like um, uh, my mate who's like all like up like in America doing like all the kind of like chemistry and um, theoretical physics and all that stuff. Now yeah. that's, he he always used to have that frame of mind to me that like 
we understand everything now, everything we know now, that's just how it is. Like we're at the end of understanding yeah. in regards to the physical world, I guess. Yeah, that's like, that's 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 so dumb because because yeah. there's people at the turn of the century. There were people at the turn of the century who were like, everything that needs to be invented or can be invented yeah. has been invented. We have steam trains. <laughs> we have yeah. more. We, we have um, the telegram. Yeah. There's no way that technology could possibly advance to a level beyond this. We are truly the peak of all technology. And then someone went, fuck you, internet, dude. I mean, internet, cars, be, fucking planes, fair, this, that, the other. Like, because you're on about yeah. like the Victorian kind of age, aren't you? When you got like all that kind of stuff, I think it's that kind of time, yeah. isn't it? Something like that. And to yeah, be yeah. fair, for them, going from what they did before, when they had like no electricity, nothing, going to that, I'm sure it yeah. felt like it. That yeah, exactly. That, that's it. Really, that's yeah. it, though, isn't it? That's exactly the same thing. Because I, I, I know a lot of people who seem to think it's over, but I constantly think in my head, like look back and see when you saw like your granddad or your great granddad in a photograph at some point. Yeah. When they were roughly like 20 or 30, your, you know, your age, roughly. And they're sort of, they're sat there and they're wearing that big billowy shirt and they've got those really thick shoes on and they're all wearing those sorts of really high up fucking socks and shit like that. And there's fucking like sheep and things behind them in the yep. background in the middle of a fucking street in a city or something like that. And as normal, the going, says, they've always got this kind of look on their face where they look like, mm. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm. and it's true. like, just look at that, look at that for a second and then imagine what it looks like now in comparison. Just look at that as a flash. Now that's one person's lifetime. That is going to happen again. There is no way at the end of our lifetime we're going to look back on now and go like, well, it's amazing that nothing got any further with AI or anything like that. It's amazing that we all just got to this dead end where Facebook and Zoom calls were the absolute pinnacle of what we could do with technology. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It's so stupid. We're going to get to that age and we're going to look back on photographs, photographs of ourselves now and think, Oh man, how quaint it is that we were all still driving cars that looked like that. How how amazing it was that we, you know, that we still um, uh, didn't have holograms hanging yeah. on every street corner and shit like that. How amazing is it that you couldn't just go to Mars on holiday or some shit? That shit is all down the fucking line and if you don't think it is then you just simply aren't imaginative enough to put yourself into that position i struggle with it because it's not even imaginative enough because at the same time it's like like we said it's just literally how it's always gone you always yeah. a, lot, a lot of the stuff you said then at first glance when you say it it sounds like really futuristic stuff but there's already versions of it that exist already like the holograms and that yeah. you know we already have freaking two-pack performed I don't know. Like there's a, a, there's, a, there's a German there's a German um, circus that has replaced all of its live animals with holographic animals. They have a giant screen that sort of goes around the entire ring, and it projects the elephants in the ring around it, so that wherever you're looking, it's it's as though it was yeah. walking around the ring with the trainers and shit. So the audience can actually see it as well. Yeah. Yeah, they don't need glasses or anything. They just look through, and there's a holographic fucking elephant in the ring. 
That would be trippy as fuck if you were hot. How fucking rad is that? I swear that was from a fucking movie. I swear I saw something like that in a movie at some point where it was like some futuristic like Cirque du Soleil and they had fucking holograms flying over the top of them. Might have even been from a game. But like that shit is happening now. It's only a basic form of it, but it's happening now. And there's it's such a joke that people can't imagine further into the future than just oh no it's impossible it's impossible <laughs> well i i think it's going to kind of get like forced upon it now because the way like with the aliens for example that's gonna, that's a huge thing that realistically should kind of make people realize there's a lot more to the, like everything than you, we may like to think there is at the moment mm. i don't i mean i like to think that would make everyone realize the technology too i don't know i don't understand thinking a lot of the time i don't understand still right now when i tell people and show people any of this alien stuff where they're not like if they didn't know about it at all before and then they've seen this going in completely raw why they're not like oh my god that's amazing i showed my yeah. children at the weekend and they were they were into it they were really into it they they had the reaction yeah, but, from people but kids are this is the thing as well like it gets beaten out of a lot of people yeah. over time they just stop being interested in it because it's like Oh well, whenever you bring it up, people sort of look at you funny. Or oh, is it all that important? Can I just watch the football and this? Exactly, it's like, yeah. don't you understand how much more interesting this shit is? Yeah, so don't cool. get me wrong. If you want to watch the football, watch the fucking football. But afterwards, get yourself down into some deep, dark fucking Brian May. You know that fucking not not Brian. Is it no Brian Cox? Not Brian May. That's also Queen. That's cool as well. Go I, for that. I, I, was, I, was thinking, I was thinking but, of James May from Top Gear and Grand yeah, no, no. Why are you going to watch him? Yeah, yeah, no, no. Brian Cox. They're the fun ones. Brian Sorry. fucking Cox. You know those fucking shows like, uh, you know, um, just the general space shit that he does. Every yeah, single one of them. Star Talk and that, but that's the other yeah, two. Yeah, yeah. But it's so fucking interesting, man. He talks about entropy, the rule of the universe that basically is just saying over time, everything is being stripped down to its base atoms. And that's what life is. Life is just a, a desperate attempt to stop entropy because life is literally the exact opposite of death. So I'll explain. Right. So, so entropy happens naturally. So if you've got a car eventually the car starts to rust over time. Even if it's in a vacuum of space, eventually it will start to deteriorate because it will just bounce into one particular particle here or there. Something will happen. And, yeah. then, and then it will be returned to its particulate matter. It will be turned to rust and all these other sort of prime components, all of the rubber from the city, you know, all of it will just return to carbon base elements. Yeah. And then yeah. that will then get, just spread around the universe and eventually that happens to everything in the universe till the point where everything's just this big mess of particles there's nothing really binding anything together in any real way it's all just nothing basically yeah 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 everything yeah. is just Whilst... pushed together essentially anyway yeah 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 but life does something very different it sort of conglomerates those particles like your body is like what is it 75 or 85 percent water something yeah, silly like that your yeah. huge amount of water but there's iron there's copper there's uh, calcium there's zinc there's all of these different things that are making up your body and that's all being held there and taken it sorry taken in as a way to sort of 
you know, keep you going. But at the same time, it's holding the form of the universe together for a little bit longer. All of those little bits that make you up are being held in this unit that contains all of these different things. It's slowing entropy. Even if it's only for your lifetime, it's slowing the entropy of what makes you you, if that makes sense. Wait, what's slowing the and that word? Just you. Just you being okay. you. Because you being you is keeping all of those elements in this tight, sturdy little package. You're not you're not falling mm -hmm. apart. You know, you're, same, not, you're not disintegrating. Point, if, it's, if it's always just a natural thing, though, such as is life, then it's all just kind of works hand in hand anyway. You're not really slowing it down because oh, it, it does kind of it, work it, together anyway. Yeah, yeah. I mean, eventually everything falls to entropy, regardless. But it's like it's a very this is this isn't real science by the way this is a very philosophical way of looking at science oh, okay. it's just like what is basically what is the point of life what like there's multiple reasons one of them is to as i say potentially slow down entropy um so that the universe can weirdly live a bit longer um and another one is sort of the universe studying itself which of course it can't do if it's all just particles but if it puts shit together to make some form of life then that life can look back at it and go what makes this this it's like the human being studying the brain you know we don't know how the it's, brain naturally works it's we are the universe studying itself we don't know how the yeah. universe necessarily works but we're gradually figuring it out i like that more i like that more that like it's not a case of what is the universe or we are the universe the universe is everything the universe is everything yeah, yeah. oh that's absolutely true yeah. Yeah. yeah but at the same time i am fully behind the idea that the, like that's basically what is the meaning of life and the meaning of life is yeah there is none there's none there is none there is none nah. the meaning of life is you die but well, it doesn't mean it can't is... be fun the re the meaning the meaning of life realistically is what you choose to put onto it that's what's important you know, it's it doesn't matter about you know what. I don't even what know if God has in plan has planned for you. It doesn't matter what fucking you know Cthulhu wants you to cut up next for his fucking sacrifice. It doesn't matter if the universe is a cold, empty, soulless place where nothing ever happens or changes, and humans are just born to live and die. None of it matters. A quick sidebar. A quick little yeah. sidebar. I just realised there's probably more, or at the very least, just as much evidence proving God as there is proving Cthulhu. Yeah, absolutely, exactly the same level, and that's why Cthulhu's strong. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, there really is a very much a sort of dwelling beneath kind of deity. <laughs> I can't even remember which one he is. I just know the name, but I know I got it right. Big ribbly one with a lot of faces. <laughs> and they all look like that. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Talent has never stopped people from being paedophiles. For fuck's sake, it's a it's a disgraceful, fucking horrible thing, but it happens, people. And Michael Jackson did it. Billie Jean was not his lover. She was just a girl. Ew. Yeah. <laughs> Because it's not the same out? with comedy. Yeah, it's not the same with comedy as, as music. People think that you yeah. can set up a, a you know a stand up gig in the middle of a park just like you can with music, and it'll all be exactly the same. Because it's just entertainment, isn't it? No, 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 no. Some stand ups talk about shit that you cannot talk about oh, in a yeah. public park when there's kids walking around and shit like that. Drug use, sex violence in some cases you know like well, you know what actually because this kind of leads on very much like um 
like it's this whole woke culture, isn't it? Of like the the kind of stuff you like because the whole comedy thing is like you say things that are kind of pushing the boundary a little bit because mm. you say stuff that other people are afraid of saying and all that. And it kind of goes with the Joe Rogan thing. Have you seen like a lot of his thing at the moment going on? I didn't. I didn't see. It. I saw what people were saying about it, which is basically all I ever see of Joe Rogan now because I keep forgetting to go onto the Spotify app and check it out. It's like that literal step, and I, yeah. I can't do it for some reason. Yeah. But um. I guarantee you, you a lot for that reason. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, <laughs> but um, if you do think about it, like I haven't, I haven't heard all of what he said. I could tell you exactly. Well, what I, I, could, I could tell you the basics of what he said. Yeah, this then, is the thing. I know what the basics are. And it's basically yeah. just you know, if you're a white male, you don't get to say as many jokes as other people in that climate. Yeah, he and, was hyper. He was just being over the top. He's about being it. People don't seem to cl- yeah. yeah, people don't seem to clock onto that. He is a comic. That's what we do. Yeah. You take a yeah. situation and make it. You take ex- you make it, and he was trying to be funny or trying yeah, to sort of exactly. be, you know, so, yeah. Ignore that but, part of it. What he but, said, but, but yeah, but let's let's just yeah, the, let's let's assume the concept. That is technically true. Like you, I as a white male comic, cannot do um, jokes about black people. To the, in the same way that a black person can. You can't do jokes about women in the same way that a woman can. Well, that, that's, can't the woke, do that's jokes. the woke culture idea, yeah. yeah. yeah you yeah. can't do jokes about gay people in the same way that a gay person can. Now, does that mean that you can't talk about the subject at all? That is what's important here. That's what's fucking on the line. And people are so quick to go oh no you can't make a joke about any of those people no 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 because if you're saying you can't make a joke about it then they're no longer part of society they're yeah. either above or below society and, either and, way they are not yeah. part of society because you are not treating them the same as other people you're treating them with these these ever so softly gloves where yeah. oh you can't be hurt you poor yeah, there's, you there's poor a for any protected like person yeah yeah exactly yeah yeah kid gloves and it's like you 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 are not a child. You are a human being. You are quite capable of discerning from what is actual aggression and what is not. Like there was a, there was a. Um... I think the the point as well, though, that they're also trying to make it's more about like the backlash that you'd get making any kind of jokes as like yeah. um, a white trade guy. Exactly, exactly. But that, that's the thing. It's like, can a white guy still make a joke about these things? I would argue yes but it's difficult to do it yeah. and it's getting more and more difficult. And I don't think that's necessarily on. a bad thing either. I think people it's should not be aware of, this stuff, in, yeah. aware of the concept of, you know, like how like a lot of it, when you, when you look down at it, like is really good. Like the way of thinking about other people's point of view, thinking about how yeah. their experience is, it's really true stuff. But then yeah. when it gets to a point where it's like you say anything and the context doesn't matter what you said, like it's just, attacked straight away and it's just yeah. made like to feel like you can't talk about certain things even if you're not making a joke about it just talking and, about it as yeah. well like on his podcast you know especially especially when it comes to things you, worry, like, you get scared about talking about certain things just in case yeah. you're taken the wrong way and uh, but especially when it comes to things like the trans the trans stuff now mm-hmm. <clears throat> i don't have a problem with trans people they are absolutely and completely allowed to live their life the way they fucking want to. Congratulations. You know, God damn it's, it's fucking tough to do. 
But at the same time, the actual amount of trans people in the world roughly equals about 0.3 to 0.5% of the entire global population. I can imagine that, yeah. That, do, that doesn't now, surprise me. Yeah. Now, does if, if you're going to say that in that scenario, the only people who get to talk about trans people are trans, then no one is going to talk about trans people at all. And it is basically just as quiet as if you were ignoring the fact that they existed. That's a very good point. Okay. Yeah, that's a really good point. You never like because if yeah, and also if you don't have the opposite be... side of an argument. You can't necessarily know what's right or wrong. Now, there's a lot of trans people who hate the idea that that some people don't like the idea of trans women fighting other women in a fight in a ring. I would never be okay with that. I would never be okay with that. I'm sorry. I'm sorry if it affects you in a way that you feel that you are being oppressed if you're a trans person and feeling like, but I want to do that with my time. Why can't I do that with my time? Because you're going to hurt someone. Okay. You're going to hurt someone with a distinctly unfair fight. And it doesn't matter how much fucking hormone therapy you go through. There is a different basis of your body at that time. Now, does that mean... Does that mean you're less of a woman in your eyes? No. Does it mean you're less of a woman in my eyes? Honestly, no. Genuinely not. Does it mean you're less of a person? Fucking no. I just don't want you beating the living shit out of another human being when they can't potentially defend themselves. I'm not okay with it. It's the reason that men and women don't fight each other in UFC to begin with. Mm. The fact it's because yeah. of the biological differences from birth, and those biological yeah. differences don't change when you go through the transition, unless no. you do it as a child, if, maybe. If but that's something put, I will also never ever yeah. agree with either. If you put a female UFC fighter in the ring, like a world class female UFC fighter in the ring with a world class male UFC fighter, the woman would probably win about. Two out of two out of every ten times at most. I think that's probably pushing it. Genuinely, no, but you know, yeah, mate, know she, saying, she, yeah, she yeah. could she could get him into a submission. She could get a lucky kick and knock him the fuck out. There are definitely scenarios where a woman can knock the fuck out of a dude. But if but two, GSP turns up in that fucking yes, ring yeah. and he does one of his kicks, she doesn't have the reach. She doesn't have the defense of that kind of power. She will go down. I mean, if it's like a case of like, you know, a USC woman fighter going against just a general guy, yeah, that she'd probably kick the shit out of most of them. Absolutely. Just because yeah, she got the technique. Absolutely. Ronda Rousey would yeah. beat the shit out of most guys, I guarantee. Yeah, it. Ronda Rousey would fucking wipe the floor with me. Even Ronda I would Rousey not be able to Preggers. do a thing. Yeah. Even Preggers Ronda Rousey would still yeah. kick the she shit would out of She would literally she'd get me she'd get any man into a fucking choke lock, yeah. keeping her belly to the side to make sure that she didn't have any harm to the kid, and just oh, okay, you're out, off on the floor. I'm going to go about my business. It would mean nothing to her. But again, if she walks into a fucking into a room with Yuri, um, no, no, ah, you going to say Yuri Geller then? No, I think um, she could beat up Yuri Geller. Yeah, she could beat up Yuri Geller. Nugmenov, 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 the fucking guy who beat the shit out of Conor McGregor. Again, she's not oh, going to fucking Khabib. get in there. Yeah, Khabib, Khabib. Nugmenov. Yeah, yeah, 
Yeah, I don't know how to pronounce his last name. I just remember I that. Know. that was badass when he jumped over the fucking cage after. It was so uncalled for, but jumped over the cage so... after beating Dan McGregor just to jump onto his team. Like, what? Yeah, yeah, but the, it's, the the trans thing is 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 difficult because I really do I really do feel for those people. I think, but at the same time, there's a whole different thing between being accepting of people and wanting people to be happy and however that makes them, as long as you're not physically hurting someone else, obviously like most of the people we talk about on this podcast. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's a difference between that, but then also just fairness between people in general. Yeah. Like those and again, it's... don't always, you know, they're not always the same because sometimes yeah. what's fair, you know, it's like what we're saying, you know, it's just, it's, it's, but again, it's, it's, it's that thing of people get obsessed with one idea of how everything should be and then they don't want to change their opinion on it. And and they, they can't understand that there is a grey area there. Yeah. I'll, the yeah. reason why grey area is so important is because that is what actually allows you a bit of freedom in life. That grey area. And smart that is what allows... Well. Yeah, yeah. Critical thinking as allow- well. Exactly. Yeah, that 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 thing that allows you as a person to go. I morally don't uh, don't uh, don't agree with this, or I morally do agree with this, or I think that this is acceptable. I think that's not acceptable. That is all well within this area of grey area. Like there are banks out there that fuck people over constantly. It's completely legal. They live in the gray area. Yeah. That shit's fucked up. But at the same time, there are, there, you know, there are, are people who use the gray area to their advantage for the people as well. Like forcing councils to do things because it's written on a fucking sign. Well, that's the gray area. You've got to fucking do yeah. You just, world so lawyers, is not, lawyers live in yeah. the gray area, basically. Lawyers live in the gray area. Like, the world is not black and white. Black and white is dumb. It doesn't fucking work. The whole fucking point of life is that everything is subjective. Everything. I, I and that's why comedy the, is important. Yeah. You know. I think it works for most people. I don't think most of the world will, and like the countries, will be able to really get over a lot of the issues until we get away from this. I was talking about it literally the other day. Until we get away from this you know, the right and the left, like, yeah, this side always thinks all of this thing, this side always thinks all of this thing. You need to be a centrist. I hate the fact there's even a term for someone in the middle, but you need to be a centrist. Yeah. It's the only yeah. way that would ever work. You know, sit in the middle and then yeah. lean, depending on the situation, depending on what makes fucking sense, rather than what fits that, into your narrative. That, again, is, is all to do with, with fucking billionaires. And this is what pisses me off, because you get so many people going... Oh well, you're this woke leftist idiot, or you're this fucking you know fascist right wing motherfucker. And I've been called both. I have been called both. Yeah, <laughs> to be fair, I know exactly what you're saying. I've been called. You know, and it's like how? What? It's like, I can't be how? both. I I literally can't be both because if I was both, then this wouldn't be happening. Because so I'm obviously somewhere in the middle now. If we've got to that point. Can we fucking accept that? I well, I am of the oh. opinion that it is literally, literally impossible to be completely politically correct. It is impossible because it's so contradictive. It like yeah. a perfect example, for example, um, example, for example, uh, we always say like, they always talk about, okay, body positivity. Like, you know, if you're a bigger woman, for example, you need to love your body. You always need to love yourself. Never want to change it. Love your imperfections and all that. But at the same mm-hmm. time, we need to absolutely be okay with like transitioning and all that. Do you know what I mean? The two things are very opposite yeah. to each other, but you have oh, to completely the, accept both. It's, it's a strange contradiction. 
that's the one thing about about transitioning that really pisses me off is you get loads of people who go oh well you know men and women think exactly the same there's no difference between the way a man and a woman acts and thinks i was like what are you fucking talking about and they go no no it's all just social conditioning that's all it is and then i went well then why do people want to change gender then you can't have it both ways either there is a brain type that is a man's type and a brain type that is a woman's type or Trans people don't exist, and they're just fucking with their genitals for no reason. And because I've always said, and I would much life. rather, I would much rather believe these people who are going through that nasty shit. So obviously, their brain is thinking in the way of a woman, and that is why they want to associate with looking like a woman. But I also, I with anything like, you that, see what I, I mean, though? Yeah, yeah. Because I always don't understand how people can think. Well, okay, I'm like just in anything, but this, for example, too, like. Yeah. How do you, how can you as a guy think I think like a woman? You don't know how a woman thinks. You don't know how anyone but you thinks. You have no way but yourself. See, I, I actually I actually do disagree with that because because there are clear ways that that women act that are different to men. And and again, like this is this is the shit that Jordan that, Peterson talks about, and everyone immediately went, "Oh, he's a he's a racist, fascist. He's a this and that. And he's a sexist pig." No, he was just saying in his book. By the way, it turns out that women do tend to aim for more types of jobs that are nursing and stuff like that, whilst men but, tend yeah, to yeah, aim no, for like true. mechanical jobs. But and is again, that, is that an idea of like a social construct? In the idea that well, it's not a social construct because it is literally no. how evolution's always kind of gone. Like the hundred. And it's not even that. It's not even that. It's like. Even now, like the change has happened and you do have more women now in engineering, but the, a lot of them yeah. don't choose to. And it's not necessarily a social thing that's causing that. It's just a different type of personality. And again, yeah, if someone yeah, wants to transition yeah. from one to another, yeah, obviously yeah, that you. type of brain does exist. And if they're willing to do that, you got to fucking believe it. You can't just say, oh, well, it doesn't suit us at the moment for men and women to have a different brain structure. So therefore, that's the way it works. And then as soon as trans people go up and go, oh, well, they're clearly a woman on the inside and that's exactly how they think. Well, then you've got to just accept one or the other. Yeah, yeah. You've just got yeah. to. You know? I think one, one thing that kind of bothers me a lot of it, I kind of worry about the people that like, because... So many people must get it into their head that they're going to have this transitional surgery or whatever, you know, which is ridiculously hard to reverse as well. And they think that's going to sort out all the problems. And it's like most mental, like just talking about if you've got like a mental problem, for example, you're depressed or whatever, just having this idea that, you know, if you think this could work and it will sort out all my problems, like there's not usually a quick fix to anything. Obviously, it might be different. It might be something I don't understand at all. And, and in fact, a lot of people, even sure when there are, yeah, even when there are quick fixes, quite regularly they aren't they aren't the good one to choose. The one where it takes more effort and dedication works. Substantial, long lasting quick fix, yeah. 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 It's a hard thing, it's like, it's like we're saying though now, like, you know, just the fact that because neither of us are like uh women or not in the LGBT stuff, like we feel yeah, we can't, worried we about can't. talking about it. We feel worried yeah. that because both of us are coming from a nice place about it. We're both completely accepting, but it's just mm. talking about your opinion on this. You just worry that it's going to get taken the wrong way and people are just going to bitch for no reason. I'm not I'm That's... not really that worried anymore, if I'm honest. I've I'm I've not... I've said enough stuff that I don't really care. <laughs> 
I only worry in the sense of those like few people that will look at it and would just generally get upset because they don't quite understand it because of how other people will try and portray it, for example, because then it's portraying yeah, this message. No, but I mean, it's portraying this message that there's all this hate towards like trans people, for example, where it's not. It's yeah. just certain people like to try and make out the things that are talked about by like, or people like us to try and make it out yeah. more hateful than it is. And that's yeah, what there, there me. are. There is definitely there is definitely anti-trans sentiment out there as well, and that shit oh, needs yeah, to be definitely. fucking stopped. That shit there's ain't anti- cool. There's anti everything though as well. At the same time, you're never going to yeah. be able to stop everything of all those yeah. negative. You're never going to be yeah. able to. But but when it does come to such a small group, it's sort of you do have to you do have to help protect them in some form of way, and that well, doesn't we do that mean because we're not dicks. We actually try yeah. to understand it most of the time. To be honest, yeah. I've had some good chats with people about it. Yeah, and that's what you need to do. That's all that matters is just you know approaching people as they are. Again, yeah. like the the problem with woke stuff is it gets into identity politics of well exactly, you're black yeah. so yeah. you can do this you're white so you can yeah. do this you're a woman so you can do this and it's like well no everyone on their own individual merits that's the entire point is that you are not putting people into categories to do with race because the minute you're putting people into categories to do with race then then you are being racist regardless like, um, of whether you think you are or not that is yeah. exactly what fascists do. Like so instead look at a person as an individual on their merits are they good at this thing brilliant then they want to then they're good at that that's it that's all you care about that's all you yeah. give a shit about are they a good person yes they are excellent fucking great done yeah yeah completely fucking yeah. agree <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's just, oh man it's really annoying because it's true like you talk about it and like it, it seems quite obvious that none of this stuff's needed a lot of the time like in regards yeah. to you know like the identity politics as well like, um a cash thing uh, I don't know if you know him, the guy who does um, Andrew Schultz's podcast with him, uh, Flagrant 2. I think he, I think it's Andrew Schultz's Pla- Flagrant 2 with Acasting. I think he's like, the oh, yeah, 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 comic yeah, yeah. In it, yeah. yeah. But I really like him. Uh, but he was making a point on something today about how when you start, you know, saying these type of people can't make jokes about these people. Like he was talking about this thing about how white males can't make a joke about like a gay person, for example. It's like you're yeah. trying to say, because. Um, he's a comedian. He's like saying in comedy, the idea is normally you need to be wary about punching down. You can punch up to the people that are above you, like rich people, for example. But you need yeah. to be careful about pointing down because that's when the backlash will come. And he says, if you're, if white people are being made to feel like you know they can't uh, make jokes to other people, like because those you know whatever the woke culture is making it feel like that, it's like trying to essentially say that they're lower down. Yeah, because you can't yeah. make the jokes about them because when it's like that's exactly it. it. Yeah, it's a very strange you, thing. You, it's like you should and... be able to make any joke about any subject that you want to, provided you are adept enough to make the joke funny. That is yeah. it. But I also you hate know? the concept as well that people think you should never apologize. You should apologize no, yeah, when you need to. Um, you if if you've if you've caused offence and you didn't mean to, then yeah, apologise. Yeah, said something wrong. It just came out exactly how you didn't mean to. Just yeah. talking on a podcast and you just slipped and you just said something that upset someone you didn't mean to. It's just just plenty yeah. of fucking times when you should. Plenty of times yeah. when you shouldn't do. But also, again, like unless someone can apologise for something and then be 
you know, allowed to come back from it, then what's the point of apologizing? Oh, this you're just going to yeah. tell people, you know, that you don't, you don't get to come back. You're fucked. You're out forever. Well then fuck you. Why the fuck should I ever do what you fucking say? I'm going to say all the nastiest shit all about you now. Cause I hate you. You know, I do believe cancer culture, you know, is actually slightly going to start dying out because I've noticed it. Oh, already, it's already like, started, mate. Yeah, it it's is. already started. Like, yeah. Brian Callan got uh, done for it and he's just kind of started ignoring it. He's still doing his thing. He's back on the fighter and the kid now. Yeah. Um, and now Joe Rogan, it's twice now to come to him. And it's, if he just keeps going and going, it's going to be quite a, um, yeah. which I think you he got will. a trumpet. He'll, he'll got be a trumpet, the dude. This. Yeah. You got to fucking trump that shit. As, some, as soon as someone says, "Did you say this?" You go, "You goddamn right, I did." <laughs> oh, trump it, yeah. yeah. It's fucking true, though. It is completely true. That's what Just you do. It. Yeah, it's what you do, and I, you know, don't take Trump as a role model for all sorts <laughs> of reasons, but for this particular reason, absolutely take him as a role model. If for someone is going to. If you, yeah, if if you if you really have your solid convictions. Then stick by them, and if you said something, you fucking said it. And if you yeah. don't mean to apologise, then fucking don't. If it's something, you, yeah, if it's something you actually feel, you just you believe it or whatever. But the backlash comes, and you know it's true, or you know it's legit, or you know it's not hurtful or hateful. Then fucking stick with it, yeah, yeah. straight up. Do whatever the fuck you want. Fuck those people. They can't yeah. change you. And like this is the thing again. People think that, oh, well, you know, you're going to get cancelled and it's going to be over. No one who's been cancelled has had their entire, like, they've, they've had their careers affected. Sure. Oh, I don't Definitely. know about that. There's been people that have, like, out of the people oh, they, that yeah, shouldn't have been cancelled anyway, you know. Yeah, still but they've had, they've, they've had stuff that's affected them. But it's not, it's not permanent, and you can already see it's yeah. not per- permanent. You know, there are people fair, who are yeah. sort of coming back. Yeah, and it's more so now because at first it was such a thing that it was like, like with the first like few like you, you know you think of like the Me Too and all that like you know the people that actually legitimately should have been taken down, yeah. but then there was quite there was a few, but then it went on to like people that shouldn't have been taken down, and it's like the media and the people the people sorry yeah. have seen that well, now it's seen that it's, it's not always of... right it's not always yeah. done right. It, it came. It became a landslide of just oh well, who can we take out who didn't who didn't sound like yeah. the way we wanted people to sound? Which, but you know what's crazy though? Yeah. What's ridiculous? What's utterly ridiculous? And I love it and I enjoy it whenever I bring it up and I make a point to try and do it as many times as I can. Just when yeah. you looks to people like you can. So many people have been cancelled, but one person that whenever you mention Michael Jackson. People yeah. still want to argue against it. People still, still want to leap up and defend it. it. Yeah, it's amazing. Oh no, man. he was it's he amazing. was he was all framed. No, that never happened. Oh no, his music's brilliant, so he can't have done it. Fucking Jesus Christ! <laughs> like, Jesus Christ! Talent has never stopped people from being paedophiles. For fuck's sake, it's a it's a disgraceful, fucking horrible thing. But it happens, people. And Michael Jackson did it. Alas. <laughs> He, a lot, a lot. Billie Jean was not his lover. She was just a girl. Ew. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was boys. Oh, shit. Oh, I'd love that. Right, day, on man. that note. On Go that on, yeah, note. Yeah. <laughs> let's, let's quickly change over to what yeah. I'm doing this week. Yeah, I mean, get, we, we talked for a while about shit. Then we got into a long political uh, PC culture chat there. We did. We did. And it was 
goddamn fun. Right, so now... <laughs> uh, now we get into the... Uh, yeah, God damn it. Oh, actually, you didn't do plugs. You haven't done plugs, so I'll just do Good a time to plug. do it, actually, yeah. Yeah. Uh, if you want to check out the stuff that I do in my own time, it's called Post-Apocalyptic Metal Treehouse. You can find it on YouTube, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify, iTunes, wherever the hell you get your podcasts you can find it. It's a one-man sketch show where I play all the characters. I wrote it all and directed it all and put a load of sound effects on. It's basically a radio level thing, which is why it takes three months to make each episode. What? Fucking listen to it, alright? It took three months to make each episode. Listen to it, because I deserve the likes. Thank you. Do you want to do your plugs as well, by the way, or? I'm always up for a good old plugging, Nathan. You know, yeah, me. yeah, yeah, yeah. Go for, go for a plug, dear boy. Thank you. Uh, Katie Comedy Inc., of course, all the shit on there, as always. Um, we just had Comedian Quiz Off 34, the JJ Takeover that me and Nathan were both in, which was a that was brilliant that episode. <laughs> that was great. To be fair. I'm going to ask yeah. um, Callum to take over a couple more because he did such an amazing job, to be honest. Yeah, it was um, good. Also, I am going to be starting up now the In Your House. Um, podcast too not just going to be the in your house comedy podcast anymore so this is the one where every time every week i would talk to a different person going to be doing that up again um while going along with the kill them comedy too it'll be the rest of comedy that will fall on the backdrop i need to tell callum yet before this comes out yeah Yeah, but i will also be uh with that though i won't just be talking to comedians i'll just be bringing on a few interesting random people too with random shit to talk about but mainly comedians still so we can all chat some shit about stuff i think that's everything Excellent. Yeah. Nice. Okay. And and more coming soon about a um, live comedy night. Yes, and I'm going to be getting back into that soon at some point as well. So there will be opportunities to see us both live in person, which will be fucking amazing. Yeah, actually. I was on about the one like I was putting together to do, but then also you reminded me. Yeah, the third of June, I'll be at the Hollybush. There you go. It'll probably be. You'll probably have to talk to Dave a bit nearer because God knows what the things will be like then in two weeks. I don't know. Yeah, who knows? The world could be nuked by then. Who knows? But yeah, let's find the aliens will have returned and it will all be fine. But you know who would survive if the world was nuked and the aliens turned up? Who would? A man called Marvin John Haymeyer. <laughs> <laughs> now, yes. He he probably wouldn't survive it now because he's very very dead. And there's a friend of mine. <laughs> there's a friend of mine who might be watching. Hello, Joe. This one's for you, buddy. <laughs> yo, 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 Joe. Yeah. We we uh, we, me and Joe Joe have a particular particular joy of uh, Marvin Haymeyer's work. Um, Marvin Haymeyer Day as well, which is specifically. Joe's favorite holiday. It's not a holiday yet. We're trying to make it oh. a holiday. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> it's uh, June the 4th every single year, and it's a day to coming stick up. that shit right up to the man. Oh, it's coming up. Okay. I need to hear yeah, this. Yeah. Get oh, my yeah. preparations to celebrate in order. Yeah. Oh, fuck yes, man. So let's, uh, let's get a little bit of background, shall we? Let's do that. Marvin Haymeyer was born on October the 28th, 1951, in South Dakota. He lived in Grand Lake, Colorado, about 16 miles away from a place called Granby. 
According to a neighbour, Haymeyer moved into town more than 10 years before the incident. <laughs> His friend stated that he had no relatives in the Granby Lake Grand, area, Grand Lake area. A friend of Haymeyer's said that he was a likeable person. Haymeyer's brother, Ken, stated that he would bend over backwards for anyone. However, while right. many people described him as an affable person... At least you know how he got his money, then. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> local resident Christy Baker claimed that her husband was threatened by Haymeyer after refusing to pay for a disputed muffler repair. That sounds to be dirty. fair, that, to me, that sounds fairly legit, to be fair. If you're not going to pay for a fucking repair for your muffler, then fuck you, dude. Quite frankly, Marvin should have fucked you up. That seems fair to me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah goddamn right. Now, everything in Haymire's life was pretty standard. He was a fairly chilled out dude, as we've heard. Like, he's had a fucking bit of a problem with some bloke. He's, 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 you know, probably your average everyday dude. You know, and this is like the 50s. Yeah, this is 50s. So, I'm gonna, uh, no, that's when I, he was born. Sorry, that's when yeah. he was born. That's when he was born. Yeah. I need to ask this muffler is for a car, right? Oh yes, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I just assumed. Yeah. Um it not yeah, so we get to the actual issue here. It is a zoning dispute. Because in nineteen ninety two he purchased two eight. I know, man. It it's lot, like man. it's like yeah, especially in movies, it's like there yeah. has been a zoning dispute, and now your entire camp is going to be owned by this big industrial corporation unless you Win a and, dance competition for money, <laughs> and it's going to be like a neighbour's from Helping as well, by any chance? Sort of, except yeah. Marvin is kind of the neighbour from Hell, but in the best way possible. Um, <laughs> so he bought two acres of land from Resolution Trust Corporation. The federal agency organized to handle assets of failed savings and loan associations for forty-two thousand pounds. To build a muffler shop, um, he subsequently agreed to sell the land to Cody Dochev to build a concrete batch plant, Mountain Park Concrete, for two hundred and fifty thousand pounds. So he's bought up a bit of land, sold it off, made a decent bit of profit. Not too bad, right? According to Susan Dochev, Haymeyer changed his mind and increased the price to three hundred and seventy-five thousand pounds. Then to a deal worth approximately one million. Some believe Jesus. this negotiation. Yeah, I know. That's Some people believe exactly. This is the problem. It's like it starts off like, ah, okay, you can, you can, you can probably make a fair bit of money off of this, and it? it's like, no more money, no more <laughs> money, no more money. Marvin, chill, chill, Marvin. I mean, the Marvin, <laughs> maybe he just really lowballed it the first time. To be fair, that might have been nearer to the actual price. It might well have been. Might well have been. In um, yeah, in two thousand and one, oh. Granby's zoning commission and trustees approved the construction of the concrete plant. Haymeyer unsuccessfully appeal, uh, appealed the decision, claiming the construction blocked access to his shop, which it did. It clearly did. Okay. He was Fair subsequently enough. fined two thousand five hundred dollars by the town council and a city judge for various violations, including 
not being hooked up to the sewer line. I mean, that sounds like a pretty fair thing to be, you know, brought yeah. up on. That's a pretty fair violation to be brought up yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, just shitting into the open street. But yeah. um, <laughs> no, I think he there was issues with that been... back in the olden times, maybe. Yeah, yeah. This is the thing, though. He had initially been unable to connect to the sewer line as the line ran 60 feet away from his property and the city expected him to pay the nearly 80 grand cost to connect it. Well, yeah, I get that's kind of sucky, but then if you didn't want to do that, don't start a business there. Mm, Yeah. That that, that was the place that was always where he decided, I'm going to make this business from here. That yeah. was always a place that was 80 feet away from it, yeah. or 80, however much. Yeah, but, yeah, at the same time, <laughs> I suppose, I'm guessing it was a place he already owned beforehand, did you say? Yeah, he, he'd owned it for a while. Um, I mean, still, though, even if they're going to pay, like, yeah, I, yeah, I, I, yeah, I can see either way. I can see either way. I can see why he'd be pissed off about that as well, just for the fact that they are telling him to do when it's like, well, I can probably, he probably figured out a way to do it without being connected to the sewage line, maybe have his own yeah. tanker, for example. Yeah. yeah. No, you have to do it this way. I can see that. I'm getting stuck yeah. in the wrong details, aren't I? Yeah, yeah, it's a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> my bad. My bad. Um, <laughs> so. He was refused to pay for the muffler repair. There's only dispute. Yeah, okay. So, he's fucked up. He's got all of his money invested into this place. He's not getting his money back out. The zoning dispute's fucked. His shop's fucked. He can't get the money to sort out the sewage for the shop, so he's not allowed to open his shop. Literally, everything is now conspiring to make Marvin Hayemeyer's life shit. Admittedly, part of it may have been his fault. Maybe, maybe, maybe. But you've got to remember that he is being dicked over. And I think there's there's extra stuff in here that isn't on this page. Yeah. To do with the fact that his, I think his wife was ill or something like that as well. or And like there was other stuff around the situation that was just not going, not going well. Yeah. Right. Um, I can imagine the stuff he did mention that he found ways around it that did work, but it's just they weren't happy with it from the sounds of it. Yeah. Um. So he, Marvin starts to go a little bit crazy, right? And he starts leaving writings on the wall of his shed. Oh, God. He, yeah, he records three audio tapes explaining his motivation for what would come later. Well, at least he got into they, podcasting. That's one thing. Yeah, way before anyone else was doing it as well. 1990s, fucking hell, bro. Like full blown ahead of the time. Come on, man. See, mm-hmm. not all bad. And I'm sure it yeah. was all lovely, lovely content that was in there. Really positive stuff. Oh, yeah. No swear words or anger at all. Nope. All nope. purest comedy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the tapes contain two separate recordings on each side for a total of six recordings. He filled three tapes with this shit. He mailed these tape? to his brother in South Dakota shortly before stepping into what would later be refer- referred to as his killdozer. Hey, mm, mm, mm. Meyer's mm. brother turned the tapes over to the FBI, who in turn sent them to the Grand County Sheriff's Department. The, t- she, the tapes were released on August the 31st, 2004. The tapes were about 2.5 hours in length each, 
and you can find them somewhere on the internet, I believe. Okay. <laughs> in his um, in his first recording, Haymeyer said, "God built me for this job." He also said it was God's plan that he not be married or have family so he could be in a position to carry out such a tank. So <laughs> forget my shit about the wife earlier. I think God yeah, will bless me to that. get out. The, yeah. I think God oh, will bless my me. My life to... is shit on purpose. It's all for meaning. It's all interconnected. It's holistic, man. Yeah. yeah it's all, it's all coming for me. Charlie, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, I think God will bless me to get the machine done, to drive it, to do the stuff I have to do, he said. God bless oh. me in advance for the task I am about to undertake. It is my duty. God has asked me to do this. I am. It's a cross that I am going to carry, and I'm carrying it in God's name. I feel like this story just took a bit more of a... Um, what's the word for this? Uh, uh, manic undertone? Yeah, just a little bit. I feel like um, this took a turn. I feel like this story just took a turn in my eyes. <laughs> Investigators later found Haymire's uh, written list of targets. Yeah, okay. I didn't and see you going the names, out, Yeah, and the names of various people who had sided against him in past disputes. Oh, God. Notes found by him. Nate, I thought you were going to be giving me a nice, interesting story here, but now I realise <laughs> it's going to get just as dark as I read. I thought, okay, I'm, it's not going to be quite that bad. It's not going to be quite that bad. <laughs> Notes by investigators found the incident indi indicated that the primary motivation for the bulldozer rampage was his plan to stop the concrete plant being built near his shop. These notes in indicated that he held <laughs> grudges over the zoning approval. I was always willing to be reasonable until I had to be unreasonable, he wrote. Sometimes reasonable men must do unreasonable things. Right. <laughs> <laughs> So he's an angel of death, first of all, yep. and it's all come from a hatred of a concrete plant. That yep. is so fucking random. So yeah. random. And I'm guessing he definitely didn't drive his kill do dozer on any cement roads, concrete roads, sorry. Mm, that was, no. That was he drove it in different places. Um... <laughs> As long as he's stuck going... off the concrete, then I'm, I'm, I'm okay with send... him. I'm, I'm with him still. I'm just sending you a little picture. Oh, there we go. That's what the kill dozer looks like, if you want to show that up on the screen oh, for people. That is not what I imagined. Uh, yeah. Now I'm going to explain what it is when you, uh, when you, when you see it on the screen, people. It is coming. It's in my downloads folder. Go away, little thing that's making a point of it. <laughs> I swear, from what I saw on it, it goes against everything I thought about it and everything I just said a moment ago because it's just coming up now and it looks like it's made of fucking concrete. Yeah. <laughs> is that made of concrete? Yeah. Basically, well, what it is, is he took a JCB and he just welded chunks of metal to the outside oh it's metal at least okay yeah okay. huge slabs of metal oh, hell. and it i'm sorry it's on a concrete road so i'm already not down with his plan anymore yeah so here's a little explanation haymire's bulldozer was a modified komatsu d355 d355a which he referred to as the mark tank 
or the MK tank, sorry, in audio records and recordings. Fitted with makeshift armor, plating the cavern, <laughs> plating the cabin, engine, and parts of the tracks in places this armor was over one foot thick. Fucking hell. That well, is thicker than some tanks. Wow. I'm trying to think of like something, you know, that would be like a foot thick. That's got to be like a foot, isn't it, almost? In like, width, yeah. Yeah, that's about a foot, yeah. Right, that way, then. That other way, sorry. The other way around, I mean. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. Fucking hell. Right. I'm just pure fucking metal. So that shit is not going to get damaged. No, not not at all. No. I've never heard of this story. Hell. Yeah, but here's the thing: it wasn't just metal. You were right, Carl. Oh God! It, it was also quickcrete concrete mix sandwiched between tool steel. <laughs> so it's steel, concrete, steel. <laughs> I suppose there's some poetic justice in there. He's going to kill yeah. them with their own creation. Yeah. <laughs> there's, there's some poetic license. Uh, okay. Yeah. I'm, back. I'm back with him. I'm back with Mr. Marvin. Hey. Hey, Mia. There he but this this is literally, it's a composite armor system. <laughs> like, that, that is stuff that you get in military-grade yeah. shit, and he's done it in his back garden. They go through different layers of that. Yeah. Yeah. This made the machine impervious to small arms fire and resistant to explosives. Yeah, three external <laughs> three external explosions and more than 200 rounds of ammunition fired at the bulldozer had no effect on it. Fucking oh, you know. <laughs> Yeah, no, looking at this, I am not fucking surprised. That looks like a beast. I'll be, I mean, I'm sure <laughs> it looks like it shouldn't even move. But I'm sure. Yeah, it gets better. It gets better, bro. For the for the visibility, the bulldozer was fitted with several video cameras linked to two monitors mounted on the vehicle's dashboard. The cameras were protected on the outside by three inch shields of bulletproof Lexan, which is basically bulletproof glass. I was literally going to say, "Well, that's the weak point," but no, 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 no. Compressed air nozzles were fitted to blow dust away from the video cameras, so even while he was wrecking shit up, he could still see. This guy had thought through every little part of how to make the ultimate death machine. <laughs> it's fucking kind of badass, really, you know? <laughs> yeah, bro. Um, you know, he missed his calling going on Robot Wars, though. Yeah, well, that would have fucking ruled, wouldn't it? Yeah, that killer <laughs> wouldn't, wouldn't have been able to do fuck all against that. Yeah, just kind of looks like killer of that, actually. It does, it does. Yeah. Just can... <laughs> oh. um, yeah, onboard fans and air conditioner were used to keep wow. Haymire cool while driving. He had three gun ports fitted for a 50 caliber rifle. A .308 semi-automatic rifle and a .22 rifle, all fitted with one half inch thick steel plating. Wow! <laughs> Fucking hell! Okay. Yeah. Here's the other thing that's fucked up. Haymire had no intention of leaving the cab. Oh, ever like dying in there? He welded himself in. Fucking hell. 
Well, but yeah, I mean, I'm guessing if you're doing a suicide mission, which is you're doing something where you don't want to get attacked, they're not getting into you, I guess. You're not getting yeah. out. But... Yeah. Fair enough. Fucking hell. Like, yeah, this guy is serious. I really um, lost it then. Authorities really initially speculated that he used a homemade crane found in his garage to lower the armor over the holdozer himself. Once tip, well, oh yeah, yeah, that's the point that want lid to shut. That's the point they yeah, want to yeah. focus on. How they got the metal and all that onto it. Not why. Not what he's going to do with this. Not. Okay, yeah, we'll focus on that. Yeah, please. Yeah, I know. Um. <laughs> yeah, it's no. interesting to observe that I was never caught. Hey, Maya wrote, this was a part-time project over one oh. and a half year time period. This is while he was talking in the notes. Yeah, yeah. He was surprised that several men who had visited the shed late previous year had no had not noticed the modified bulldozer, especially with the two thousand pound or nine hundred and ten kilograms of lift fully exposed. Of lift. I don't know why that that's that's really <laughs> weird. It's it's Wikipedia. You can't expect yeah, it to be yeah. perfect. Somehow their vision was clouded. I mean, I was thinking that how we managed to do all that without anyone noticing it. But at the same time, it's America, bigger spaces. I I don't know. I don't I don't know, man. Especially well, if people are coming into the yeah, garage yeah. and going like, "Oh, what's that giant bulldozer going over in the corner?" Oh, that's just for a pet project. Ah, never mind then. Do you want to go down the pub? <laughs> yeah because the thing is you have to imagine these people that are in there and may have seen it would also be able to know that this guy probably isn't in the best mental state right now he seems a bit off what's all this cool. on the walls yeah yeah and what's this audio recording hang on oh <laughs> shit marvin what have you been up to why are the guns stacked um, up next to the fucking bulldozer yeah now <laughs> On June the 4th, 2004, Haymeyer drove his armoured bulldozer through the wall of his former business, the <laughs> concrete plant. Because by this point, he completely lost his, his, I believe he'd completely lost his shop. It'd been all been taken yeah. up and he could, he'd lost everything. Um, so he drove it through the wall of his former business, the concrete plant and the town hall. The office of the local newspaper that editorialized against him, the home of a former mayor in which the mayor's widow then resided, and a hardware store owned by another man, Haymeyer, named in a lawsuit, as well as a few others. Haymeyer had leased his business to a trash company and sold the property several months before the rampage. So he's like, you know what? They fucked me over. I don't have my fucking store anymore. I can't afford the 80 grand. I'll sell it to you, pricks. You do whatever the funk fuck you want with it, and then I'm going to destroy you all. I'm going to use <laughs> your money nice. to build my death dozer. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, same plan, I guess. Yeah. Now, the attack lasted for two hours, seven minutes, not damaging 13 buildings, knocking out natural gas to the town hall, and the concrete plant, damaging a truck, destroying part of a utility service centre. And here's the thing. How much damage has Marvin done so far? 13 buildings. 13 buildings demolished by this guy in his killdozer. So is, that, is, that, is that what he was planning to do more then? Like, oh, like, yeah, yeah. Okay, How many yeah. people do you think he's killed? 
Yeah, because you're saying that, I'm going to say none. Correct. Marvin Hamer. I'd assumed despite, he would. Yeah, despite the damage to property and despite having actual guns placed yeah. into his fucking, you know, kill dozer. Yeah, yeah. He simply shot himself in the head. That's so random. Yeah. So, all right. I mean, it doesn't even make sense that it would be for defence or anything. or Because no. he was never planning to no, leave. Everything he... was done. His life was over. He didn't want anything else to do with these fuckers. They'd ruined his entire life. He knew that if he fucking did this, he was never coming back out of jail. And he didn't really want to go into jail. So Marvin Haymeyer did the one thing he knew he could do. And shot himself in the bonds. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. He wouldn't have even gone to jail for that long. Like, he didn't murder anyone. Well, he probably right. would have gone to jail for at least 10 or 20 years or so. Yeah. Something like that. But, okay. like, this is... So, it's really random. It is. Like... For that very reason, he sounded like a murdery, I'm going to destroy the world, angel of death thing, like, you know, yeah. the whole religious stuff. And then he's just like, no, I don't want to kill anyone. I've got it all here. This, this is what's so fascinating about Marvin Haymire. And it's what made him a bit of a sort of a hero to me and my mate. Like, he's yeah, not, okay. he's not, yeah, you shouldn't try yeah. and emulate Marvin Obviously Haymire. not. You should no. never try, yeah. But like, these guys, and, you know, as I say, if you read more into it, they really do dick him over. They did dick him over. They fucked up his business. He didn't have any way of paying that fucking money. They weren't giving any opportunity. He couldn't run his business unless he had the money to do that, but he also couldn't get the money to do that unless he could run his business. Yeah. You know? And there's this yeah. concrete shop turning up next door. He can't get any of his stuff through. He can't get any of his, his people through. There's this construction going on. And, like, he just said, fucking no, man. No, no. Fuck your rules. No. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, to be fair, everything he did in regards to if he didn't have the guns in there like he was going to do something, I'd be like, I like this guy. This guy didn't yeah. do anything wrong. Fair the, fucking do uh, But again, like, the only thing that sucks about it is the fact that he shot himself. And I kind of get why he did. But that was Marvin. Just, it was his end game, wasn't it? Yeah, but Marvin, dude, we could have used a man like you. Right, <laughs> <laughs> like, because that's, I mean, ignoring all, like, the, you know, like, what he was going to, what he might, he maybe he had the idea in his head that he might have killed some of them, and then he just had an attack of conscience, which means he wasn't a yeah. bad guy then, really, and yeah. he probably did get really pushed to the brink. I can see that even more so in that case now. That there are there are some people who don't entirely agree with that version of it. So I do have to I do have to put that forward. Hmm. Um, defenders of Haymire's contended he made a point of not hurting anyone during his bulldozer rampage. A bakery owner said Haymire went out of his way, as I say, not to harm anyone. Um, you know, actively avoiding them, trying not to drive through people to get to buildings and stuff like yeah, that. Well, admittedly, yeah. most people running out of the way of the killdozer. Understandably, um, yeah. Others had different. I feel like they must have had a bit of time as well because I can't imagine that thing, you know, really went very fast. Yeah. I, but I can't the, the imagine sheriff's... that flying down the road. Yeah. The sheriff's department tried to make the, the point of like, oh, well, you know, 
no one was injured due to luck. It wasn't really like Marvin's responsibility that no one died. Yeah. It was more like, you know, eh, he was lucky. I but, could say no one died due to luck, but no one got injured. That feels, yeah, exactly. um, that feels like, you know, by design, really. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, he wasn't moving very fast. Like, he knew he wasn't going to cause any damage. Also, you know, the re- again, the reason still why... Luck too. Bro, still luck, yeah. too, because yeah. people could have got killed easily. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Heimeyer had installed two rifles in firing ports on the side of the dozer and fired 15 bullets from his rifle at transformers and propane tanks. He had these tanks uh, had these tanks ruptured and exploded. Anyone within half a mile of the explosion could have been endangered, the Sheriff's Department said. Yeah, but that's not really what he was aiming to do, though, was he? He was aiming to cause destruction on a large scale. It's completely different. Also, we're not living in a fucking movie. Tanks don't just, ex- uh, uh, you know, fuel tanks don't just explode because you shoot them. That's yeah, not how physics works. You work need like an that. ignition. Um, yeah, a lot yeah, of people exactly. don't forget about this concept, don't they? When you shoot a bullet at something, the explosion happens when you shoot the bullet. As soon as it yeah. leaves the gun, the exploding stopped. Yeah, it's just a bit of metal now. Yeah, and unless it causes a spark, which it could do potentially, you're not actually going to ignite anything. You're just going to detonate the um, the, the the. But you also need the more, of the a, inside. more of a, a spark than you think, because people also think that this idea of like you know when you see like fuel or petrol on the floor that you can drop a lit cigarette into it, it doesn't work. Yeah, no, that don't no, work. It no, puts it, it out. Yeah, uh, although it sort of depends what environment you're in, because if you're inside a building then it will work, but not because of the fuel on the floor, fumes. but because of the fumes in the air. Exactly, yeah. yeah. But then it's still going to build up as well. So if you just pour exactly. straight in, yeah. Yeah. Oh, there's um, so many. There was something I was, sorry, there was something I was watching recently where they, like, I think it was EastEnders, they turned on the hob um, in the kitchen, like, to let the gas into the house to blow it up. And then literally, yeah. literally, 10 seconds later, lit something, the whole house went up. It's like, how fucking quick <laughs> did that happen? <laughs> How, how much gas do they use? Yeah. And how is it like the perfect amount of time as well? It was only in the house too. Didn't go any further. Yeah. There was somebody just outside. They were fine, naturally. Yeah. <laughs> I know it's fucking But yeah. <laughs> fucking dumb. That's such an EastEnders way of killing someone off as well. It can't just be normal. Though. It's got to be a fucking gas explosion. Well, that was... um after the guy in question had already, like, a few weeks earlier killed his girlfriend that he was, like, beating on. He was, like, a dickhead. He was beating on that. But then he killed her by accident after pushing her because she was doing the um, wash, uh, what was it, a dishwasher. And for some reason, she put all the knives sticking up and he pushed her. She fell over, like, ah, fell onto the knives. So random. Who the fuck so does... No one ever stacks knives like that. That's not a thing that happens. It shouldn't be. All right. But it was all really dumb. Really yeah, dumb. Well, it, Even three standards. Yeah, well, they've written everything that happened ever now. There's nothing else left. Well, man, um, I, would, I would never want to live in one of those places because people get murdered constantly. It's, like, it's, it's so it's, stupid. It's worse than... I, I don't even know. I'm trying to think of a really bad place. All was yeah. in my head was Palestine, and I'm like, I don't think I should say that one. No, not at the moment. Um... <laughs> Isn't that starting to chill out from what I saw now? Or is that, I assume it'll pop off again very quickly. It's sort, of as, it's sort of as chilled out as it's going to be, but yeah, it's not It's not great. 
Very weird. Um, the people when I watched that, people were like, the people that lived there were like accepting that this was the norm. It was so strange. Yeah, find that really strange. But sorry, yeah, Kildoza. I mean, the way that I, it's it's ridiculous over there. But yeah, that's I, I, I want thing. I want to understand what's going on over there. I just I don't know. Really I, I can tell you. I can tell you. I can give you a, a a brief view of it. Basically, Israel in and Palestine were both originally living in the same sort of place. They were Jews and um, Muslims living in the yeah. same area for ages and ages and ages. Then suddenly the UN after World War II came in and said, okay, the Jewish people need to have their own country, so we're going to make Israel be right. a thing. You have this land, the people of the Palestinians, you can go into this part of the land, but you'll live together in this sort of area. It'll all be fine. It'll all be a power-sharing thing. It'll all be okay. Of course, that didn't happen. Israel ended up getting a huge amount of military backing and stuff like that because they're basically the only friends that um, yeah. uh, America has in the area and things like yeah, that. So yeah, yeah. Huge amounts of funding. Um, and then you end up with uh, Israel doing things like um, aggressively expanding into Palestinian areas where they're not supposed to and building like houses there, like actual settlement settlements on the West Bank where they're not supposed to fucking be. Yeah, like, they do yeah. not have the right to be there by international law. Yeah, they're over the border. But they, yeah, but they just keep fucking building there anyway and going, oh yeah, terribly sorry. No, this is our Jewish land. Go away. And it's like, dude, why can't you just share the fucking place? And then his and then Hezbollah turn up and and or Hamas turn up, sorry, and and um, everyone's like, oh yeah, Hamas, uh, you know, is that Hamas evil terrorists? Israel? No, Hamas are the other ones. Um, okay. They're on Palestinian side, and they've been voted in as as their political people now. So they send off rockets, and whenever anyone sends off a rocket from Hamas, then Israel return with a fucking yeah, yeah, cruise missile yeah. strike, and realistically it all just comes down to so, the fact that you know am i right in thinking a simplistic version of what i saw of it is like both of them are not helping the situation just going after each yeah, other yeah basically yeah, yeah, yeah and, and everything was fine until they divided it down this line and then then suddenly it became everything and people love to sort of rag on palestine and stuff like that but palestine palestinians are locked in that country they can't go out the other direction because they're on a border with someone who won't let them out. They can't go through okay. Israel because they're on a border with someone who won't let them out. So they're literally basically in an open prison that's being cruise cruise missiled every few but that's fucking why months. they're so accepting about it when I was watching because and, yeah. like, to them and that's like, why they want yeah. and that's why they vote Hamas in because they're, they're stuck stuck there and it's like well we have nothing we're getting fucked over constantly we're gonna vote hamas in because hamas are the only ones who are trying to actually do anything about it and then it's like so is that well, gaza kind strip, of like, are, meeting but... points of the, the thing i keep hearing about the gaza strip is that the meeting points of the two sides then yeah gaza strip, strip. yeah and that's where a lot of the shit kicks off because it's next yeah okay yeah okay i understand it yeah. more and i understand it less because i understand it i think yeah, that's basically it. It's it's a pointless, stupid war that's yeah, been going on yeah. for too long, and and people need to stop defending either it's... side of it and just accept that it's a horrendous fucking thing and it needs to end. I didn't realize um, that like a lot of the like there's so many things from World War Two where the borders when they put them together like and all this stuff that like has caused so much shit. Because I didn't realize the whole North Korea and South Korea thing was due to all of that and like the 
anger towards the Japanese as well from North Korea was due to the World War stuff. Like it's yeah, it's yeah. fucking crazy, man. It really is. Yeah, World War Two fucked up a lot of stuff. Mind you, World War One fucked up a lot of stuff and caused World War Two. So funny enough, yeah. yeah. Funny enough, a war over the whole world will fuck shit up. Yeah. That's why we tried desperately yeah, to avoid it and instead started doing corporate Cold War instead. Yeah, um, yeah, no, sneaky wars and wars that are wars, but they like to pretend they're not wars. And Yeah, wars by <laughs> proxy as well, where it's like, we're not going to fight Russia directly, but we will fight the people that Russia are funding, and the people that Russia are funding will fight the people that we're funding, but we're not fighting directly. <laughs> I've got. I, I found out some new stuff about the COVID stuff as well about like all the stuff where it came. So remind me after the Killdozer episode. Oh, the Killdozer yeah, yeah. Story episode. Speaking of which, um, yeah, twelve officers and residents of a senior citizens complex were within range of the supposedly potentially explosive fucking propane tanks, but. Quite frankly, at this point, the sheriff's department can go fuck themselves. Haymire's the man. <laughs> Haymire fi- fired many bullets from his semi-automatic rifle at Cody Dochief when Dochief tried to stop the assault on his concrete plant by using a wheel tractor scraper, which was pushed aside by Haymire's bulldozer. Yeah, this guy turns up with a fucking wheel tractor scraper, which, but if I'm, anyone, I'm sure it's got a hell of a lot more yeah, well, that's what it looks like. It's basically just... That's a big-ass fucking... factor. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And it, it's not going to stop a fucking bulldozer. <laughs> not, probably not a normal bulldozer, let alone that motherfucker. Exactly. That super big-ass circular-looking thing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, where was I? Fuck, you know. I bet the only reason he stopped is because he ran out of petrol. The amount of petrol it must cost to fucking to make that go. Yeah, oh, loads, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I just turned up to a petrol station. Give me a fill, fill me up. Yeah, oh, hey, my hand through all the layers. Yeah, (laughs) I I have also mentioned, uh, hey, Maya did also fire on um, two state patrol officers before they had fired at him. So, hey, Maya did shoot at people but he didn't shoot anyone so i'm still counting this as a win uh, anyway as we've learned fuck the police yeah fuck the police yeah 11 of the 13 buildings haymire bulldozed were occupied until moments before their destruction again it's a very slow-moving thing. He gave them more than enough time to realise what was going on. <laughs> yeah. Um, if, they, if they can't notice it coming towards them, then... Uh, yeah. I, I don't know just, if that's their fault. You know, in my head, in my head, it's the Monty Python bit from uh, Holy Grail, you know, where he's, like, running across the fucking field. And he's like, ah... There's just the two guards standing there staring at him. I've never gets closer. that all the way through. I know no. a lot of it. I've seen a lot of tis but a flesh wound. That's great. Yeah, oh my god. It's literally it's literally <laughs> just like one of them just charging across a field and then he just sort of these two guards just sitting there staring like And then you see him charging <laughs> across the field again still staring and it just goes on for longer and longer and each time he's come further towards you he sort of yeah. starts further back again the next time. Um, 
I basically just got in my head just these two security guards standing outside of a building as this giant bulldozer just moves towards them. But I, I had that kind of same thing at the same time. Just to make sure everyone knew it was coming, he was also, while moving really slowly and loud, just playing the um, uh, the Le Cucaracha theme as he came towards the horn. What am I doing? That's, 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 Woody, that's Woody the yeah. fucking woodpecker, mate. Um, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> I think you mean that's what I mean. That's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. we'll go with that anyway. That works. Um, I I, I started doing Nokia the first time, didn't I? I just realized. Yeah, yeah. it all starts to get to a bit of a head when the police get involved, and one of them drops a flashbang grenade down the bulldozer's exhaust pipe with no apparent effect. Yeah, I wonder why that didn't work. Oh, maybe because you've just thrown a flashbang, which is a notoriously non-destructive explosive, into <laughs> a chunk of metal. I know what will slow down this machine. Light! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically that. Oh, the um, Trump way of doing it. Just shine UV yeah. light into it. Shine them into it. It'll destroy it in a moment. It'll destroy it. Yeah. So... Here's the best bit, right? Local and state <laughs> patrol, including a SWAT team, walked behind and beside the bulldozer, occasionally firing. But the Yeah, just literally walking past it, like <laughs> bang. No, it's still fucking, still can't shoot through it. Every now and then, run to the front, <laughs> bang. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's fucking amazing. The slowest moving death machine ever, and they just can't do fuck all about it. Yeah. I, just, I just didn't uh, think about putting, like, I don't know, like, I feel like there's something you could have done about it. Like, just put, you got a concrete fucking factory down the road. Can you just put some giant concrete blocks in front of it? Or something. <laughs> yeah. Or yeah. get a tank. Like, for God's sake. Like, the National Guard don't exist. Oh, God. Um, it's amazing. Yeah. Attempts Whoa. to disable the bulldozer's cam- cameras with gunfire failed as the bullets were unable to penetrate the three-inch bulletproof plastic. Bullet <laughs> can't penetrate bulletproof plastic? What a shock! What a surprise! <laughs> at, one, at, point, at one point, Sheriff under Sheriff, sorry, Glenn Trainer climbed atop the bulldozer and rode it like the main a sheriff was- Wait, wait, so, I'm sorry, I'm sorry I interrupted there. Say that again, because I didn't realise what you were saying. This is a direct quote. <laughs> Glenn Trainer climbed the top of the bulldozer and rode it like, quote-unquote, like a bronc buster trying to figure out a way to get a bullet inside the dragon. Now, he was not figuring out shit. He was just riding it like a bronco buster. That's all he was doing. It's just a great fucking time. <laughs> Get your get your VGA camera out, lads. I'm gonna ride this thing. Yeah! <laughs> hmm? Oh shit. He was um he was however forced to jump out to avoid being hit with debris. Surprise, fucking surprise. Um at this point, local authorities in the Colorado State Patrol feared they were running out of options in terms of firepower and that Haymire would soon turn against civilians in Granby. But we know that's not Haymire's fucking role. Haymire's a good man. Um, make a point. He made yeah. 
God damn it, did he make it? Oh, yes. <laughs> Governor Bill Owens allegedly considered authorizing the National Guard to use either an Apache attack helicopter <laughs> equipped with a Hellfire missile wow. or two man fire team equipped with a Javelin anti tank missile. Or <laughs> <laughs> doing a giant. Uh, Fucking metal concrete slowly ploughing yeah. into things. <laughs> I so wish, I so wish he hadn't shot himself, man. I so wish he hadn't. Just imagine if he got out of prison and he oh, made a God. sequel. Yeah, wow. would have been amazing. Oh, shit. Okay, so... He, he could make, like, I don't know, a giant mechanical suit while riding a hoverboard. He could be mm. Iron Man on a hoverboard. That would be the only way to see... That's but he wouldn't are. be able, he wouldn't be able to fly because everything would be made out of concrete. So <laughs> 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 you have to put a track on the fucking oh. hoverboard, though. Yeah. <laughs> um, I so love yeah. this man. I love this man. This was quickly right. So the anti-tank missile was quickly deemed unnecessary. Um, as Haymeyer became trapped in the basement of Gamble's hardware store. So basically... What did to do with dig a hole, really? Yeah, yeah. He, he was driving through one of them, and of course the floor just caves in, yeah, and that's yeah. stuck there. And there's no potential way to get out. Um, so the sequel, he could have, like, with Robot Wars too, if he'd have gone onto Robot Wars, he could have figured out a self-writing mechanism. That's all he needed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it. Wow. <laughs> I love this, man. I understand, <laughs> I understand the holiday completely now, and I'm going to be... Yeah, man. Yeah. So, two problems arose as Haymire destroyed the Gamble's hardware store. The radiator of the bulldozer had been damaged, and the engine was leaking various fluids. The bulldozer's engine failed, and Haymire dropped one tread into the store's basement, but could not get it out. About one minute later, one of the SWAT team members who had swarmed around the machine reported hearing a single gunshot from inside the sealed cab. Oh. It was later determined that Haymire had shot himself in the head with a .357 caliber handgun. The police first used explosives in an attempt to remove the steel plates, but after the third explosion failed, they cut through them with an oxycetylene cutting torch, as that was the only way in. Okay, they went for the fucking explosives <clears throat> first. Yeah. <laughs> Go for the fucking explosives first. Mm. Rather than the little thing that, you know, like, would make more sense. Get it in. Probably get the body out. Get whatever's in there out as well, you know. Without, so they can look at it and actually figure out yeah. what was going on. But their first instinct, blow it, blow it up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The fate of the bulldozer. On April 19th, 2005, the town announced plans to scrap Haymire's bulldozer. Bearing in mind this was four years later, so that bulldozer was just sat there as a fucking badass monument to <laughs> Haymire's madness. Um, the plan involved dispersing... make it into a fucking... Here's, into a tourist attraction. Here's my favourite bit. The plan involved dispersing individual pieces into many separate scrapyards to prevent souvenir-taking. Or, as I'd like to prefer to think about it, so that Marvin Haymire's soul would not recombine with the, the vehicle to go on another <laughs> rampage. <Yes. laughs> it does like the start of some terrible, terrible but amazing horror film. It really terrible does, doesn't it? <laughs> Hellraiser oh. 17. 
Marvin Haymeyer too killed Dozer. <laughs> it can't. You know what? This keeps reminding me of the episode of um, Simpsons when Bart's in the tank. Do you remember yeah. that? I don't know why. That might actually, that might actually have, have a lot of connections to it. Because, of course, this was 1991 when this... Well, no, yeah, 1990, 2001, 1991. I don't know when that episode came out, but... Oh, when the episode came out. Yeah, uh, I can't remember exactly what the year was now, and I've just read it out, for fuck's sake. Huh? Uh, where was it? Oh, well, when, when that stuff happened. I think you said 2001 was when. Yeah, 2004, 2004. Oh. So, yeah, yeah. Could have been fairly late. I don't know whether they've done the episode by then or not. They might well have done. In fact, it might that, have that. inspired Haymire. Haymire hey, done, yeah. Might have gone the other way around, actually. Yeah. <laughs> just uh, the, just uh, in, the, in the bulldozer, just before he pulls the trigger. Eat my shorts. <laughs> Bang. <laughs> <laughs> right, you know what? They really miss a trick there, though, because they should literally use that as like a tourist attraction. Because I imagine this has to oh, be a yeah. small town. Yeah. I can't imagine it's a big town. If there was no casualties whatsoever, you know, like if you did this in a full city, like you could, you could be as careful as hell, but you'd probably kill someone. You'd very much yeah, hurt someone. Yeah. yeah. Quite a few yeah. people. Yeah. <laughs> what but, I find <laughs> funny as well is it's just, he's, he's, he's just such an everyman kind of guy. You know he's what I mean? Like, he's like, he basically like Bob Lazar. Yeah. Bob Lazar building rocket fucking cars in his garage. He's building fucking kill doses in his garage. <laughs> maybe he was in the same. Maybe he was in the same team as Bob Lazar. Maybe I'd be just, fine with that. I'd be fucking great with that. Yeah, that'd be hysterical. Just Bob <laughs> Lazar and fucking Marvin just working together. The Lazar, the Lazar Haymeyer connection. <laughs> Well, no, to be fair, if Lazar was involved in it too, that thing would have fucking flew with some rockets in the back as well. <laughs> that oh, that would have been special, man. But yeah, that's that's, that's a crazy the story one, man, of Marvin Haymeyer, man. And that is why on June the fourth, I I I invite all of you to celebrate Marvin Haymeyer <laughs> Day. <laughs> what, what day is that again? That's the oh, so we know with the day was at Hollybush. Oh, no, no. I would have talked about it like it's the real holiday. Yeah. <laughs> Am I still anyway? Yeah, do it. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> That's a no, really cool day, I, I can't believe I, it's one of those ones that it's like when you like this kind of stuff, you always assume, oh, there's not going to be new ones that I've never heard of. Like, you know, never heard a single bit of that before. Yeah. Now, all of that is completely it's such new Such a to me. good story as well, man. I love it so much. And it's kind of lovely too, because no one actually died. The guy didn't no seem one like that, dies. The guy didn't seem yeah. like that bad of a dude. Like, you know, made some bad. It wasn't the best idea. Wasn't the made most, some um... terrible decisions, got fucked over along the way, but made some terrible decisions. Some amazing you know? ones too. Yeah, got very lucky. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> we can talk about it like this now. <laughs> yeah. Oh God, could you imagine though? Could you imagine if he hadn't taken that shot, and they had to use an Apache helicopter? <laughs> so fucking cool. Yeah, he was. He, he fucked himself over too. didn't. I assumed it would have been he ran out of petrol, or they managed to stop him in some way. I didn't think that yeah. it would have ended because he just fucking went into a basement. He went into a hole. That's it. Literally, like, oh, you could not stop him. He was he was unstoppable apart from by gravity. <laughs> <laughs> so he basically just has the only same weaknesses that the original Daleks had. The only mm-hmm. thing. 
Yep, can't go upstairs. <laughs> in fact, he looked pretty much like a Dalek, in that. To be fair, yeah, let's have a look at it again before we finish. Yeah. One last <laughs> look at the killdozer. Look at that beauty. That's why it's got a fucking chimney on the top. Oh, that's where the cameras were, I think. They were, they were mounted on that, I think. That's so smart, though. Everything, he thought about everything, like every time yeah, he really did. Thing. Yeah. Apart from what he was going to do with the guns in there, I guess. <laughs> well, he did use them. He did use them to scare people and shit, you know. And yeah, and yeah. Shoot at fucking propane tanks. But he didn't actually kill anyone with them, which is, again, just what makes him such a lovely dude. A lovely <laughs> fucking mass madman. If it was like the nearest thing we have to a legitimate vigilante. I know, right? With a Batman rule. Imagine... Yeah. yeah, he didn't kill anyone. He was he is basically Batman. Yeah, yeah, that was his that was his fucking um what kind of thing? Batmobile. I don't know how yeah. so long to think of that name. That's his Batmobile. <laughs> but they, like the um what is it? The um Why can I not the think Dark of names? Knight. Yeah, the Dark Knight, but um what's it? Yeah, yeah. Nolan, Chris Nolan. Right. Yeah, the, the Tumblr. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that thing. Fucking yeah, hell. that thing's mad. That's a real thing, though. You know, you know when they made that? Like, they they originally went to an American company and they were like, could you make this for us? And they're like, that's fucking impossible. No, of course we can't. And then really? they went to a British company. Yeah, and they went to a British company office like, could you do that? And they're like, yeah. Of course we fucking can. Why not? Yeah. Yeah. Why the fuck wouldn't we? <laughs> oh, I fucking love that, though, man. Yeah. Um... Yeah, what was the thing that I was going to say? Oh, yeah, the COVID thing that I was going to say after. Um, ah, yes. I'd, I'd finish this off on a lovely positive note. Lovely positive note. Um, have you seen the thing? Like, you, you know, when we've spoken a lot about this with the whole COVID stuff, we don't understand. Like, I, for ages anyway, did not understand this. Didn't up until a few days ago why nobody seemed to be going in on China trying to figure out where this came from and why mm. nobody's, you know, just bitching about it because it's fucked the world up so much. And obviously, when I say that, you ne- generally mean England and America because two powers and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently, <clears throat> so there is a lot of evidence that it did actually come from this Wuhan lab. Now, um, there's an actual name for it. I can't remember the fucking name. Um, yeah, but there's also come out that um, basically the press secretaries that were doing the stuff at the time. Um, have openly admitted now that because basically Trump was the one that came with this idea that it came from a China lab, that because they were so anti-Trump at that time, that they just writ it off completely and just assumed it was all bullshit, despite despite actual evidence that maybe that wasn't the case, but they were like, no, no. And it seems now that the reason that it might have been covered up a bit is because that lab in question, I didn't realise this, is actually, it's a Chinese-run lab, but American-owned yeah, American funded. Yeah, yeah. So and that makes so much lab sense in now. America. Yeah, that makes so much sense now. Why they wouldn't be going in on them because America is like, well, it it was connected to them. Yeah, so they're just as much in regards to it, and then England too because we're connected to America. It makes a lot of fucking sense. Yeah, and that's kind of horrific, to be honest. It's it doesn't surprise me. That's the yeah. thing. That's the it doesn't worst surprise part. me at all. And then you, you you know you see all the other stuff going around it like oh COVID doesn't exist COVID's this COVID's that and that seems like you know the stereotypical version of a um uh, what do you call it a false flag operation where it's just yeah. like you know 
don't look over here. Don't look over here. This is all bollocks. Look over here, this thing, as opposed to look at the obvious thing over here, which is this shit came from a lab and people were involved. That's what's important. Never and, fucking lose sight of that. Yeah. Never fucking lose sight of that. Yeah. I mean, there's plenty of like just basic evidence anyway, because I mean, one of the most basic things they said about it is um, it's like, you know, weak in UV, can't survive in UV light. And you, and that yeah. could never happen to a naturally evolved um, virus out in virus. the world. Yeah, because yeah. the sun's fucking everywhere. The only way that can happen is if you're in a lab that doesn't have the sun shining down all the time on you. Yeah, yeah. And also if you're if you're testing on it and you've genetically modified it because you don't mm -hmm. need to look at that kind of thing so you maybe got a different other thing that you're trying to use it for or maybe that's a, just a, a thing that you've left in because it's easier for you to quote unquote clean the lab afterwards just bathe it all in uv light and call it a day yeah 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 you know but oh, i mean that's that's putting a lot of um I mean, I, I think about that story, and then it makes me think about the one you said about with the anthrax, with Russia and that. Mm -hmm. I mean, I would be shocked to find that there was any... like Because that lab as well had already had leaks like three times in the past or something. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty fucked yeah. up. Yeah, places places do leak this kind of shit all the fucking time. It's just for the vast majority of the time, it doesn't cause a global pandemic. You know, it yeah. just causes a single solitary outbreak somewhere that fucks up a lot of people really badly, but doesn't get any further. Um, it's one of them you're hearing yeah. about it. Like, it sounds like nothing's going on to make it change. And it's like, it, it actually seems like nothing is actually being done to make it yeah. not happen again. Yeah, nothing. Like, nothing. Nothing. This was a depressing movie. <laughs> <laughs> but don't it's worry about up, it, Carl. man. Don't worry about it, Carl, because because if it all goes crazy and if it all goes really, really wrong, we'll right. all just get into our kill dozers and finish them <laughs> off. <laughs> it makes as much fucking sense. Yeah. Oh, fuck the world. Fuck the world. <laughs> oh, fuck the world. I think that's... That's it, isn't it? That's that's basically the episode, I think. That, it's just... that, that's definitely the episode. I'm just now yeah. thinking. I came into this thinking, maybe, you know what? People are cool, actually. No, never not. People aren't cool. Yeah, they are. Cause I don't people know. People are amazing. Like Marvin Haymeyer. Yeah. yeah. Remember that, Carl? But then people for, are all of the, for all of the chunks of shit that are walking human entrails out there, Duh. just remember... Yeah, just remember that there's a small percentage of those people are like Marvin Haymire. <laughs> How terrible is it that in today's world, you saying that about the Kildoza man made me feel a bit better? I know, yeah. It actually made me feel a bit better. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> right then, I am going to roll in now. I think, I don't know. There's other way you could have... You, you end it. You get to the end. Okay. Well then, that was the I'm done. story I'm done. of 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 Marvin Haymeyer and the Killdozer that was probably my favourite machine that ever existed. Oh, I don't know about that. There's a lot of dildo machines that are quite cool. <laughs> like you go on Pornhub. There's a lot of cool yeah. ones. Yeah, some of them are bedazzled and everything. And some of them go up to really high RPM as well, like 
it's it's impressive. Check out big kitty cop eggs. Hers is some, she has some good ones. Fuck it out. <laughs> this is the thing as well. There's people out there who've got an entire fucking collections of that shit. You just like <laughs> just collections and collections. This one, oh, that one's that one's a special one. That one's an outlawed model. You can't really at that level of fucking speed anymore. <laughs> you know what I would totally do if it was me. I was on like um. What's it called again? Um, OnlyFans, and you had one of them set up. It's like you need to set it up to connect it to your computer, and you told them it's like the more and more donations I get, the quicker it will go, the more it will vibrate. It's all hooked up. Let's do it. Yeah, the, there's the, yeah, the, those those videos exist though, don't they? Where there's, <laughs> I'm like, sure they fucking do. The, there's a woman with the thing in her, and every time someone sends a a tip, it vibrates it a bit oh, more. That is actually a thing. Oh, wow. like, okay. You just, you just hit every time you hear the sort of ding, you'll just hear like ding, ding, ding as people are paying money. It's just getting more and more intense and shit. See, that's just, it's that's quite just fun kind to watch. It's kind of boring <laughs> unless you were sat in a public place at the time. They've I mean, done those as well. Yeah, they've done those as well. Yeah, it's kind <laughs> of like mixing Pornhub and Impractical Jokers. I'm down for that. <laughs> Oh shit! Yeah, that's a great fucking idea for a film, not a film for a series. You could put that on late night at Comedy Central, couldn't you? Like X-rated oh, fucking definitely. Oh, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> like you fucking um, you know Patrick Lavington Vale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he's been um, uh, we were talking before, and he wants to do like when um, well now I guess is when all this stuff stops. It's like doing like Impractical Joker type stuff and all yeah. that kind of thing. I really want to do. I'd be so up yeah. for that. It'd be so, I mean, not not that, not putting a vibrator in me, and then the more no. and more people doing that. Whoa! When's that much they donated, I guess? Carl, Carl, no one wants to see that. I like. <laughs> no, I hope not. I'm sure there's some people out there that would. They well, do. Yeah. I'm sure there everyone's, is. I hope there is. Everyone's got. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like the actual, like just doing like that kind of shit. God knows how it would work logistically, but it'd be amazing to do. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah it's joker stuff, things, not, not the porn stuff. No, I know, I know. <laughs> you just need a lot of lavalier mics and a camera, really. That's all you really need. Well, I know the main that main thing they do is, uh, you know how they're always walking around when they're doing their stuff to holding a coffee cup? Yeah. There's a microphone in the coffee cup? Yeah, I know that's that. smart. That's smart. Yeah. yeah, that's smart. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you that because I'm going to make everyone get involved in it, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, well... Yeah. I'm, I'm starting to desperately need a wee. So what we're going to do for now, I think, is 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 say farewell. I guess. Got anything else you want to plug, bro? No, no. I go. was just when I said to you, get to the ending. I meant get to the point where we're going to somehow figure out what feels like a natural way to say that if they were going to kill them way. in a killdozer, then don't oh. kill them with guns. Don't kill them. We need a better ending now. We need a better ending. <laughs> Remember, uh, that's it, 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 that's it. Remember, people, if you're having a bad day and you just want to take some motherfuckers out, kill Dozer with them with comedy. Uh, that was good. <laughs> that was good. Okay, yeah. now we're done. Yeah. Bye, everyone. Now we're done. Doesn't get better. Cheers, than guys. That. Peace.